Somebody not know how to flush a toilet after they've had a shit? Disgusting! It's in the toilet. Welcome to the show, where we bring you nothing but shit chat, hosted by me, Al, and I'm joined by Richard. Hello. And Tom. Hi. Now, it's nearly Christmas, which I think by default makes this our Christmas special. Are you excited? I'm well excited. I'm well excited for the food and for the awful loneliness of uh, (laughs) spending Christmas in London, thanks to horrific management of the COVID pandemic by the UK government. But other than that, it's going to be going to be absolutely great. Well, that's not going to stop you eating and drinking. Oh, totally. That totally. That that is still a given. That is a essential part of Christmas. And in fact, I would argue maybe it's the best part of Christmas because it means you don't need to share any of the food with anyone. It's just <laughs> it's just all mine to eat. All mine. <laughs> So have you have you still done like a, a family size shop as if you have all your family around? But it's just it's just there for you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'll be um, not only the groceries for a family size, but also you know like family size toilet roll pack. I think I'd probably need to invest in as well. Well, my favourite part of Christmas is eating like a prick. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but but you not find that after overeating chocolate for breakfast most days. Uh, do you not find you just end up completely backed up? It's horrendous. It's really bad. Yeah, like the complete lack of fibre, I think, really, because it's just meat and potatoes and chocolate, meat, potatoes, chocolate, and there's nothing to... There's no lubrication for the system and just backed up. Tom, you have to get the, those toilet roll away. <laughs> you're not, not, not going to need them. <laughs> no, I, I am completely in agreement with you on that, this being backed up thing. But I think actually I'm already detecting preludes or like an overture of how my Christmas toilet habits are going to be in, in the form of, you know, I've stocked up on the biscuits. I'm now in my second pack of Christmas family festive biscuit box. Um, and I, I think... <laughs> today? <laughs> yeah, just, just today. A second mince pie for today. And it's not even Christmas Eve yet. I mean, we're still, you know, over, what, a week and a half away from Christmas. But I do have to say that in my warm up to Christmas, I've been getting sprouts as part of my veg box. Now, I think actually, if you were to ask me, I wouldn't just sum up as Christmas as being backed up, but also backed up and gassy, like immensely (laughs) gassy. And sprouts are, I've just discovered that if you have, because obviously I live in my own right, so I get the veg box delivered and it's, oh, there's some sprouts here. Might as well have all of them in one sitting. Why, you know, no need to like (laughs) spread them over several meals. Just have all of them. And then you sort of have in the evening and then like a couple of hours later, you're like... (laughs) <laughs> and then basically throughout the night it's just every couple of hours i would just wake up farting and go back to sleep again it's proper dutch oven style of smells and noises and i mean they, they taste great but this is like a warm-up to christmas for me really it's like a festive a festive hot box if you just like leave a leave a cinnamon stick out like the just the the aroma of cinnamon and oh they i mean they are so strong they're not only so much wind but they, the smell is Oh, it's just, it's Uh, horrific. I'm really in the festive mood now. (laughs) The next day is it like a festive flock of pigeons in the toilet? Just... That 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 moment when you when you disturb uh, a flock of pigeons just in the town square, yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> but this is it. I think, you know, it's it, the sprouts to me are, are, they're like the balance. They're like, there's the seesaw. If you've got all the meat and potatoes and all like the starch and the stuffing and all the mince pies and all that on the left-hand side, on the right, you've got, you know, red cabbage, sprouts. I think that's why maybe they're on the plate. They're designed to release that mm, backed upness and sort of release the gas and the pressure maybe <laughs> that's maybe our I ancestors never, had the right idea i don't know when they were designing the christmas dinner plate i don't know i never never thought about that but maybe there is some some forethought has gone into that counterpoint is what it is that's the word i was looking for the counterpoint brussels sprouts the counterpoint to your turkey anyway that's that's from a digestive <laughs> point of view I think. interesting what about the implications of being drunk for two weeks straight hmm Oh, it turns your diet even worse because obviously you just reach for, you know, I know me, it's just like crisps and chips now. And so it's sort of beige, beige dinner most nights, getting steamy. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it's, it's like whis- whiskey and cheese would go for an after dinner. Um, mm. Digestive is really nice. Yeah, or a port. Um, mm. don't know if it has any toilet implications though. While you're mulling over that, one of the, one of the best things, obviously, on a regular year, having been cooped up with your family, drunk for for so long, is always the the Christmas Eve night out or the Boxing Day night out. Just like that sense of relief. But unfortunately, I always find you're a little bit kind of giddy because you've just been getting on it for too long. Well, it wouldn't be an episode of In the Toilet without a shocking and embarrassing story of me doing something inappropriate in public. (laughs) (laughs) There was one time, a Boxing Day night out. It was a good few years ago now. I had a good habit with an old friend of, we would meet every Boxing Day because I was in Edinburgh, he was in Glasgow, so we'd go out in Glasgow and and have our our Boxing Day night out. Typical night out, we went out, got really drunk. We ended up staying at his friend's place. Now remember, this was in Glasgow on Boxing Day and I think it was minus four or something in the middle of the night. And I remember arriving outside of this house and I thought, God, like, I really need to piss. So I thought, right, I'm just going to piss in the streets. So I pissed basically kind of on this, the, not on this person's doorstep and then forgot about it. Then got up into the flat. And then I remember we slept on a sofa bed in this girl's living room. And I've got like a kind of dreamlike memory of this. But according to my friend, I woke up in the middle of the night, I walked all the way around the sofa bed I stood in front of the fireplace. I dropped my box of shorts and then just stood hosing down the fireplace, just with, <laughs> with piss, just standing there with my feet planted, doing a half circle from side to side. Really getting into in it. Fireplace. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what came over me. I have no idea. I had the wherewithal to get up and go somewhere. It's not like I just pissed the bed, but I don't know why I did it in the fireplace. Well done. Yeah. Well done for not pissing <laughs> well, the bed. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, well done me. Yeah, I'm the real hero in the story. And then, <laughs> and then uh, apparently I went back to bed, fell asleep. And then the next day when we were a little bit panicked because um, we were like, oh no, like the floor's still wet, pissed all over the carpet as well. And we folded away the sofa bed. And then my friend's friend, whose house we were staying in, she came into the living room in her dressing gown and her bare feet. She's like, oh, oh, did you spill some water on the floor? I was like, oh, yeah, oh, we're really sorry. Just there. Let's like clean that up. But yeah, she had no idea it was piss. So <laughs> thank God for that. Was was and it then, was it a gas or a, a log fireplace? Oh, I think I remember little coals. Oh, I can tell you. I'm, I'm going to guess gas because it was, it was somewhere in Glasgow. I'm just wondering if you, if you pissed out the, 
blue flame. The, the, it's, <laughs> pilot light. Yeah, the pilot light, that's it. Yeah, so it's no longer lit, but the gas is still filling the room. You know, maybe and then when, when you get the sprouts on the go. Exactly. Luckily, that never happens. And then the final little detail is when we left the next day, the little puddle of piss I'd left there was still there frozen um, on her doorstep <laughs> as well. So I can, luckily I didn't fall over, but I'd, like I slid on it on, on the way. <sighs> yeah, it was still there frozen solid. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, don't don't invite me to your well, house. So don't invite me to your friend's house. No. You're a little bit late on the gift giving that year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Speaking of visiting other houses, my dad lives in Florida, and for many years I would go and visit him for Christmas. There was one year I went over, and I think we we must have gone to the shops in the build up to Christmas. And I saw something I'd never seen before, which was like a one or two liter jug of sun-kissed prune juice. I know. Now, I I don't know if we have this in the UK now, but at the time we didn't have this. I was like, oh, I like prunes. That's pretty good. (laughs) So I I bought this jug of prune juice and then we got back and I just proceeded to just like a reprobate because you're at home. It's like being 14. So I just proceeded to walk around the house, just drinking out the jug and... And I distinctly remember saying to my dad, you know, they always say that prunes make you shit, but I reckon I've drunk about half of this jug already and I'm completely fine. (laughs) And what what happened next? (laughs) (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) So my dad's, my dad's, the the layout of the house is a bit weird. There was like no corridor. There was just like the central living area and then doors off it. And one of the doors was the bathroom. Probably not more than about, 30 or 45 minutes after claiming that the prune juice was having no effect whatsoever, I got the gurgle and had to run to the bathroom and it was like a rocket ship taking off and <laughs> just hosed down the toilet. And there was no way, there was no, no amount of pre-flushing to try and hide the, hide the noise or anything. It was it just like a volcano going off and everyone in the living room would just got to experience the full drama that was unfolding oh my gosh. as I got my comeuppance for drinking about half a gallon of prune juice. Was it like it's... a really deep purple? <laughs> it was, like... Yeah, like like a deep purple, like black, like very, very dark. Oh, but gosh. I mean, like emptying coffee residue, but like a bucket of coffee residue. Oh, it man. was, yeah. <laughs> bucket it of was... coffee residue. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I really like my lesson that yeah, prunes do indeed. It's, uh, it's powerful like, stuff. And, and, and you know, oh, when, yeah. I, when I was younger, I always thought, oh, you know, old people, oh, they drink prune juice. And I thought it must be one of these really <laughs> subtle things where it's like, oh, maybe I might go for a shit at some point. But no, you're right. It's stronger than you think. And it, it's not even got like a health warning on it. So you could just pick it up in the supermarket and be like, oh, I quite like prunes, as you did. And then, you know, <laughs> obliterate. God, can you imagine if you just went out for the day and you didn't have access to a toilet? What would you have done? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. If you went for a hike. I mean, sh- like, if you took it for a hike, I don't know. It was like, well, what would I take to sort of rehydrate myself? Well, I'll take some prune juice. And then you're like, <laughs> okay, well, now I regret that decision. <laughs> what was the brand when you said um, Sunny something? You made me think of, like, Sunny Delight because you're in Florida and I pictured, like, a really, like, a bright fluorescent purple bottle oh. of prune juice. And you're thinking, oh, this would be a good idea to drink it. I think it was, I think it was, I think it was Sunkissed. Right. Okay. Right. Limited edition. Yeah. <laughs> the Sunny Delight limited edition for a special. Yeah. <laughs> Sunny Delight. <laughs> Didn't repeat that again. That was horrific. 
probably the worst part about it was having this like flimsy door separating what was going on in the bathroom and everyone just enjoying a family gathering literally meters away. Oh, this is nice. this is yeah. I mean yeah this, we're down to poor American building standards now Al so, so I mean this is uh, we spoke about this before like the difference between the number of toilets we have to have in like restaurants and houses and bars and stuff in in the UK and Europe versus America when we're back to you know this the story of the stalls with the gaps over the top and the bottom not enough toilets for everyone toilets in stupid places like come on guys just sort your building regs out. It's it's not going to go away until somebody changes the building codes. Totally. This is I'm hoping that Biden. You know, one of his first things he's going to do is introduce a new era of toilet <laughs> regulations and then it'll yeah. be plug the gap, plug the gap in the toilets. <laughs> plug the gap, plug the gap. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that, that's, that would kick 2021 off right on the correct foot. Oh, what, it would, would give um, us something to rejoice about, right? Humanity maybe is kind of, we've really gone to opposite ends of the spectrum on, on a lot of things. And I think plugging the gap is something that could really unite humans together. Exactly. Is it a common cause to get around? Are you, t- are you talking about, is this the show description for In the Toilet? Is that what you're talking about? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I truly believe it. You know? We're a movement for social change. <laughs> I'll tag uh, Biden in the, uh, in the show notes. <laughs> So whilst Christmas, a time of excess and overeating and drinking too much, which of course has to be done. It is the best part. I've done the opposite this week. I went on a three-day fast, a 72-hour fast. It was every bit of shit as you would expect it to be. But I mean, on, on the one hand, I was prepared for a number of things, hunger being one of them. On the other hand, there was other things that I wasn't prepared for. One of the most exciting parts was what happens when you stop eating, what happens to your stomach? Because on the first day, I think, you, you know, you get up, you take a shit and then that's it. There's no more food coming in. So everything just, everything just stops. So on the second day, at some point, I think at some point, maybe like during the morning, I was like, do, do, I, do I need to go to a shit? Is this just habit? So... I went and I really needed grab bars or something to try to wrestle it out because oh yeah, it just, nothing was, nothing was happening. I was, I was there just forcing it, building up a bit of a sweat, just trying to, trying to, oh, don't, trying don't to force it. No, you don't you want didn't to force like, it. Sh- like shit out the, the mucus lining of your, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so no joy, no, no, no result, no, no response. I think it was just a, it was that predetermined feeling like, Oh, it's like 10 AM. I should probably, should probably get to business. Nothing at all and then the third day nothing not even a peep so now now that you're back on solids like what has your first shit been like <laughs> is it was it like the most perfectly formed perfect shit ever or is it just like a like weird bacteria <laughs> sloppy mess or, or how was it that would that would that would show the true benefit if i just went in casually laid a, a perfect poo pulled an ace when i went to wipe yeah, and then just yeah, uh, walked out yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, in actual, in actual fact, I had my first food on like the Friday night after 72 hours. And then um, you can't eat much because your stomach shrunk. So the next day I woke up, went to the bathroom and it was like rusty water. Oh, just, just I did not expect that rusty water, like orange, rusty water just fell out of me. Have you ever, have you ever ridden the Glasgow subway, the Glasgow underground? <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. 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 The perfect hoop. 
looks like a, like a big white asshole. Yeah. It does. It does look like a gaping asshole. Yeah, it does look like a gaping asshole. But that wasn't where I was going with that. No. Okay. Um, if you've ever been in the Glasgow subway and you look down at the at the rail tracks, there's always like a kind of base level of water there, which has got this oxidized metallic tint to the water. Rust. Yes, yeah. like rust water. That is what came out of my hoop after my after my oh. refeed. Oh my so um, your re- refeed is that, is that what it's called? It's, it's, in the it's fasting lingo. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 down with all the fasting lingo now. Yeah, my 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 refeed, my refeed, and then my reshit was rusty water. <laughs> I'm sure I heard this thing a while ago on the subject of like fasting and diets. I'm sure there was friend of a friend was talking about this like a detox diet, and you drink something, and I think you drink these various things, and then eventually, after a while, you start shooting up these small little pellets. And I think it's oh, like, have you heard yes. of this? And I'm just yeah. trying to remember what it is. And it's, I guess it's these things on the inner lining of your digestive tract or, or whatever it is. And then eventually if you just sort of, it sounds so extreme, whatever it is. Because if, if you basically just like, it's like, like, you know, like, 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 like peas in a tin can or something coming out of, of the other end. But I need to figure out, I'm trying to remember what it was because that sounded insane. And then, but people talk as if, you know, afterwards they've just achieved nirvana and, and discovered you know, Jesus is like, oh my well, God, I, I, was, I felt amazing. You can, you can do the same. You can replicate that diet in a much more fun way. You, in the build up to Christmas, you eat two dozen mince pies and then you achieve Nirvana, you meet baby Jesus and then you just shit out raisins. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, like spitting watermelon pips. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, um, well, Tom, maybe maybe for the next episode you can do a pure raisin diet for three or four days <laughs> and, and report back. Well, what I'll do is I'll read read all the scientific literature, and obviously you know latest issue of Cosmo or Grazia or whatever, and I will um, <laughs> report on. Yeah, we'll maybe take one of these up. So there's yeah. one more thing that I have to tell you about the aftermath of the fast. Do you guys know what a, a theragun is? It's like a, per, a per, <laughs> percussive massage like a handheld massage device it's basically like a cordless electric power drill but it's got like a ball on the end it looks kind of like a vibrator vibrator? yeah Yeah. it it looks looks like a vibrator crossed with a dildo crossed with a diy home tool and basically you just use it to like massage yourself and so the day after my fast once i'd started eating i'd already done the the rusty water shit and before I was, I was going to have a workout. So before I had the workout, I was just using the massage gun because it's a really quick way to kind of warm up. And I was using the massage gun just at the top of my glutes, top of my butt. And the shaking nearly made me completely shit myself. I almost <laughs> lost all control over <laughs> any clenching and nearly just rusty watered there on the, on the living room floor. Wow. Is this like, like the brown note in music? Like, like, <laughs> the, the brown frequency? Where yeah. You can make people shit themselves. Yeah. Maybe that was like the right frequency yeah, it was, of this vibrating thing. Yeah, it was the rusty vibration. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I nearly had a clean up on aisle four. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, to be honest, actually, I was, I was marginally disappointed that I didn't get to come and tell you guys that I just shit myself again. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you just didn't get to come. You didn't get to come through this whole, <laughs> like, through this whole fast. <laughs> I don't know if that's part of the strategy where you just, you don't do that. Maybe I'm using the power dildo wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Interested to see what happens after the next week or two of nothing but eating and drinking and where we end yeah. up. 
Yeah, looking forward to it. Best time of the year. Yeah, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, definitely. Well, that just about does it for this episode. Merry Christmas, Al. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Richard. Merry Christmas. Uh, I've been Tom. Enjoy your festive season, and we'll be back for another one soon. Bye.